Time is here on the Big Moves Time is show. Let's get it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening, tuning in, really being supportive, man. Like, y'all don't need to be doing this. But, yeah, hey, y'all are, man, you know. Um, I guess, you know, this is how we feel about the game. So, um, thank y'all so much for all the support, all the love, man. And Happy New Year, man. Welcome to the 2022. And you know how we do, man. We going to bring it in with the Fat L. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, it wasn't that fat. It was like a petite slam L. Um, but it was an L nonetheless. So, if y'all don't know, uh, the Washington football team went down in FedEx Field 20-16 to to the Philadelphia Eagles, man. It was – it was um, – it wasn't a, it wasn't the worst game to watch. We actually were up at one point by 10 points. And then um, Philly came back in the second half. And then we were only down four, and we had a game-winning – what looked to be a game-winning drive. And then, um, unfortunately, uh, Bates tripped up, Heineke ball floated. I'm not sure which one was which, if you will. If you watch the play, uh, you'll see it. And it ended up an interception. That was the game-ending interception, and that was it. So, yeah, that's how we went out. Um, but let's take a deep dive into that game. After we take a deep dive into that game, we'll talk about – what happened uh, after the game on the field. And then we'll also talk about uh, quarterback situation and team name. And, of course, my favorite topic, the state of the organization. So let's start with a deep dive into the game. So first and foremost, um, Tressway was out. Jaden McKiss is, is on IR. Antonio Gibson was out. Logan Thomas is on IR. Chase Young is on IR. Monta Sweat is out. Again, prayers up to him and his family. Um, Deshaja Everett's out. Again, prayers up to him and his family. Uh, William Jackson III is out. Landon Collins is on IR. Um, let's see. Let's keep let's keep going. Um, oh, uh, John Bostic is out. Again, he he's on IR. Don't forget that. Um, Curtis Samuel's just inactive for whatever reason that is and we still trying to play this game <laughs> like, and also one of the big things that like this doesn't get mentioned but like is technically out it's like Fitzpatrick has been out all freaking year um yeah like that's that's crazy that's crazy man um yeah like, I just I just don't get it I don't get it, man. I don't understand how it got so bad. Um, yeah, because, like, in the game, so, like, first off in the game, right, we go down and we score from a running back who I've been talking nothing's about 
Jared Patterson. Again, shouts out to Pilates High School all day, every day. Local PG product. Do what it do. Uh, I said, I said again, I said I loved his heart. Just didn't like his size. But um, in this game, besides that, she came to fruition a lot of times. Um, there were a couple of gaps that he hit that I was like, ah, man, like, how'd he get through there? And he, he, he bust out four or five. One of them he got eight yards on, man. So, um, shouts out to Jared Patterson for that, man. He was, he balled out this game. Um, in terms of production from an undrafted uh, person, I mean, look at more. He had like 56 yards on the touchdown on the day. Uh, I don't think many people would bat an eye at that. But when you're talking about you getting that productivity from an undrafted uh, person, hey, man, that, that means, that means you're doing something right. You know what I mean? And, and that's how this season mostly has been. Um, and this game was just – this game was really a show of our season. It had its ups and it had its downs. And at the end of the day, we lost. Um, and I feel like this game really was the tale of of our season. Um, Hertz had, I believe, 87 yards in the day. And he was just doing a lot. Like, he was just running. Not wild, but when he needed to take off, he had no problem doing it. And it showed. Uh, there was like a third down. I want to say it was like a third and like 12, and he took off for 20. And like watching in the stadium, I was just like, jeez, that joint hurt me, man. Dang, that joint hurt. Um, Like, seeing seeing the play out of Hurts, just like, we had the opportunity to get him. We had the opportunity to get him, man. I, that's, uh, we had the opportunity to get him. Uh, I'm tired of playing this quarterback so we had the opportunity to get, man. It's really something to hurt. Herbert. Hurts. Heck, Derek Carr. Uh, like, all these people were available. It's like, ah, jeez. You want to really be honest? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Russell Wilson. That was somebody you had the opportunity to get. Drafted. Um, but like I said, I'll get, I'll get into that later on. But in terms of the game, uh, we got McLaurin working early. Um, he just a workhorse, just a workhorse, man. He's good. Uh, we tried to get Cam Sims involved early. Didn't really work out. Um, he had a catch towards the end of the game. So it was out of bounds. That could have really, really put us in a good situation. Um, that is, you know, like those plays happen. It sucks that it happened to happen to have uh happen to happen at that two minute drill you're doing. Um Bates. I don't know if Turner listens to this podcast or what. I don't know if he's just finding out that he has a good tight end in Bates, but Bates is the twenty twenty one draft. Like he he is the bad he is the draft because Davis ain't looking too good out there if we had Mayo journeyman playing I believe it was close to 55, 60% of the snaps. Uh, De'Ami Brown is, eh, like, again, why was he in such a hard position to judge? Because you're like, is it him or is it the quarterback? Because we, we see that happen a lot. I mean, we saw that happen with Baker and Odell. Odell go to L.A., he get a he get a quarterback, and look what happened. Now, I'm not saying Baker's not a good quarterback. I'm just saying, look at, he, get, he gets a pocket passer, gun-slinging quarterback, and look what happens. So, yeah, it just it just might be that with Dayami. Uh, we'll see, we'll see because he again he's had very small flashes where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that's why we got him. And the rest of the time you're like, yo, what is he doing? Um, so didn't get much out of that. Uh, Saint Juice is, I, 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 
I can't tell you what the juice is. I I don't know where he's at. Uh, let me even see. Is he on IR or or is he just hurt or is he just inactive? Like, let me see what Benjamin St. Juice is because I'm I'm not sure what happened to him. Uh, he was he was supposed to be a decent pick for us, but I think he might have gotten like I know we had to go through concussion protocol a couple times. And he was like in and out, and then they were just like, hey man, I. I think they might have just put him on, put him on ice, and just say, "Hey, man, just rest up and come back for us and get healthy." Um, let me see. Yeah, he's not on the active roster, so let me see what. Is he still on IR? Yeah, he's still on IR. So Saint Jude's still on IR. Um. Yeah, man, it's just been hard. It's been hard for. Him. And a lot of these players, I'm just like, dang, like, yeah, I can. I can see why the frustration happened on the sideline during the Cowboys game. Like, I definitely can understand why, especially, again, with this, the depletion of our talent. It was a hard season for us. And in this game, it showed, bro. I mean, Honey was getting hit left and right due to the O-line just being in shambles. Um, and that's not to our O-line's coach. He's great. Um, but again, when you playing, when you playing with 14th, 15th men, not not even the 12th man, you playing with like 14th, 15th men, and, that, and that's who you got starting against healthy, really healthy teams. <sighs> yeah, like starters are starters for a reason. Here's the thing: you can sprinkle in some of these guys with some starters and have a good squad, but you can't all have them like that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we really trying to have a fancy dinner with paper plates and plastic silverware. Hey, excuse me. We trying to have a fa- we trying to have a very fancy steak dinner with paper plates and plastic silverware. Now you can have a fancy dinner with paper plates and a steak knife. Heck, you can even have a fancy dinner with a really nice plate and some plastic cutlery. But when you do it with both, man, it, it, it just don't work out. And Heineke was running all day for his life back there, man. Like, the sacks he was taking, they weren't covered sacks. They really were just, just, just Fletcher Costas getting up in there and disrupting that O-line. I mean, it was hard to watch, hard to watch. Um, And then these third and fourth down plays, again, I just – now, for this game, I understand you don't have a running back back there that you trust, so you got to throw it. Which throwing the ball for us was working, Um, by the way. So throwing the ball was really working for us. Believe, like, like Heineke coming out was like 11 for 11, boom, good. And then he was throwing a little bit more, boom, good. And then, like, Scott Turner was like, well, I guess I got to start running the ball now. And you're just like, I, 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 like, brother, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but – like he did – I don't know, man. Like, Scott Turner does some weird tweaking to me when stuff is going right and when stuff is going wrong. I just wish that he would just stop tweaking so much. I wish he would stop tweaking so much, and I wish he would just go with the game plan, which we kind of stuck to. But then we kind of got off of it and started doing all these, like, run, run, pass, run, run, pass, and it just kept ending in punts. I'm just like, yeah, man, like, yo, you got you to gotta change this up. And then we did – on the last two drives, and we saw we had a little bit of success, but not much. 
Um, and then we saw how the game ended. But yeah, man, like, I don't know, man. Like, Scott Turner's getting the benefit of the doubt due to the quarterback fiasco he's had to deal with. But it's coming to fruition, like, we're going to need to figure out what's going on there, man. Like, is it you? Is it the QBs? Is it receivers? Like, I got to know, man. Like, you need to get your voice heard in those meetings, uh, especially to your GM. Like, your GM, you and the GM need to be, like, thick as thieves in this offseason. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, I know we want to spend money on that defense. But, yo, all the money's been on the defense for a while now. I'm going to need just a major bread spent on that offense. Um, yeah, we need some major bread spent. There's no other way to put it. We need some major money spent on that offense. And, uh, again, I do like the receivers that we have, uh, some of them. Uh, again, McLaurin, of course, ace. I hope he stays. If he does leave, no one can blame him. Um, Adam Humphreys, love to do. Like I said, he's quality over quantity. Comes down with the ball so often. Love it. Dax Milne, that's somebody who you can grow. You could really make him too. Dare I say it better than Adam Humphreys. You could really make him a good slot. And I want to see that, man. I really want to see that. I want to see his produce and grow some talent. I do think it starts with him. Uh, because he's he's decent, he's not good, and he's not great. He's decent. And if you can make a decent player good, that's what we're looking for. Um, now getting on to Cam Sims again. Big target comes down with the sometimes he's just an eh player, and I'm tired of us keeping eh people around. Like you either got to sign him for the dirt cheap, you got to let him go. But don't, yeah, like let's not spend average money on an eh player. I'm tired of seeing that. Um, AGG is gone for the second time. Uh. That was just a fourth rounder that's never, never panned out. And again, Adeyami has had two flashes, and that's it. And for the rest of the time, he's up and disappeared like a fart in the wind. I, I, I don't know really what to say about him yet. Again, those rookies, I try to give them some time. I understand you just get into the thick of things, and you know, and the NFL is the NFL. Like, there's nothing like it. So some people do need that time to grow. Um, and hopefully, hopefully he is. Um, like re- our receivers are definitely some people who I'm like, yes, it can start out the gate, but also you can give them time. Like receivers and tight ends, you can give them time. Ah, uh, tight ends, eh. but receivers you can give them time. Sometimes they, they just gotta learn how to get with the quarterback right, and then you'll see it. You see it with each other together. Um, well, some of them are just good. It all it all depends. All 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 depends. But. Yeah, man, like that's that's who we have. Oh, and Curtis Samuel that we don't know what he can do. AKA Paul Richardson 2.0. So yeah. That's who Heineken's been throwing to. Oh. Yeah, don't sound like much do it. And the scores do prove that. Sixteen points. Sixteen mother flipping points. So, that's why that game went like that. Our defense in that game was, eh. Like, they really kept it down on third down. I like that. Oh, I believe it was like four for 12. So, nice job on there. Um, 
Dallas got it, then a run all over. Still had a very productive day, like I think in like 70, 75 yards. But he did a run, you know, wasn't no 140 on us. So so it was like improvement there. Uh, Kendall Fuller, lockdown corner in that game. Definitely got to give it to him. So props to that. Um, also, Cam Curl's just a beast, man. Cam Curl's such a beast. Seventh rounder really holding his mm, – Mm, such a good pick. Such a good pick. Uh, Jamin Davis was out there, believe it or not, but like I said, he – it wasn't really any effect in him. Uh, Mayo looked lost in the sauce. He did not know what was going on. Um, Corn Elder had like a pass deflect, which I was like, all right, like, cool. Again, like I said, some people are like, if I get any production out of it, like if we get any production out of it, he's like, all right, cool, like. Didn't expect anything. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, man, we just need to get healthy and let's just play this game against the Giants and get that going. But uh, yeah, man, that's the type of game it was in twenty sixteen. Eh, like when the game finished, I waited around for a little bit and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, eh, could have been worse. Could have been last week. <laughs> you know? So it was. But um, on to the next bit of side of things. I like that phrase. Uh, so, after the game, there was some people standing around. You know, players come out uh, before they go back to the locker room. You know, say what's up to people. Sometimes they go back and then they do the interviews on the field. You know, like, it's it's media time after the game. Like, boom, like, clock ends, media time. Jalen Hurst is on the way back to the locker room. Top says some highs to some Eagles fans. Not mad at that. And then... The, the side gate falls off and fans fall to the ground. The security starts treating them as if they jump the fence and tells them to get the F off the field and is seen physically grabbing people, not helping them up, but grabbing them to get them off the field. Acting like it was their fault that this is a decrepit debauchery of a stadium. Like, that's a joke. That's a joke, man. Like, come on. Now, what's crazy is I've been at FedEx for every debacle this season. Don't know how that happened. I went Chargers week one. We had the poop water. Uh, I went to the New York game, had the sprinkler. And then I went to this game, and now we had the fence dropping. Like, yo, come on. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, why is this happening? We know why it's happening, but, like, it's like, how, how does it keep allowed to be happening? And then you want me to pay for season tickets? For what? Like, where's the money going? It ain't going into that stadium. Like FedEx Field is an ugly field, and I mean that in every which way is just every which way is an ugly field. It's right next to a cemetery. It's right next to like all right. Let me let me be brutally honest right now. FedEx Field is in the middle of a community. It's in the middle of a community, and not like in a good way, like one of these new fast fashion forward communities that has all these nice shops. You know, uh, they got four retail at the bottom. No, it's in an older established community. An older established blue collar, hardworking, dedicated to their craft community. 
on all sides of the stadium. It's either townhomes, single-family homes, apartments, or uh, um, there's a funeral. Uh, it's not a funeral. There's a graveyard in the back as well. And it's in the middle of a community. Like, if you were to pick up the stadium, stadium and put it in, I don't know, if you just put it dead smack in the middle of Reston, Virginia, that's exactly how it feels. Like, it's... <laughs> It's crazy because, yeah, like, there's nothing planned for that around it. It's not a big place, you know. Again, it's not National Harbor where it should be. Uh, yeah, like, Jack O'Kent just wanted some land, and PG gave it to him, and they're like, hey, man, is this good? And they said, yeah, I'll take it, and that was that. But, yeah, it's it's, it's not a good place. And they had spent no money in that infrastructure, but yet they've been jacking up the prices, which now they actually had to lower the season ticket prices because – the market demanding it because for so many years Dan Snyder was trying to sell above market price because he was trying to cash out on everything that he wanted and in doing so he has taken the franchise down with him like I said when he purchased his team it was worth roughly four times more than the New England Patriots now look at it go look at those numbers Go look at the top five franchise, uh, franchises in the NFL numbers. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Like, I don't know what he did, man. I mean, of course we know what he did, but it's like, I just don't know how he didn't see how, how it could end like this. I just want to know what was going through Snyder's mind when he was doing this. how we didn't see this hurting. It's crazy. Like I said, like now, um, <laughs> it's crazy that the Rams have actually jumped ahead of the Washington football team. And that's because they finally moved to a big market. Um, I do think St. Louis does need a team, though, but uh, the Rams finally moved to a big market and, you know, a lot of people invested in them, a lot of celebrities and everything, so their value went up. But the top five as of August 5th of this year is going to be Dallas, New England, New York Giants, Rams, Washington football team. And believe it or not, the Buffalo Bills are dead last, 32. Crazy. Um, so we know that there's money in the team still. Somehow, there's still money in the team. Like, no thanks to Snyder, but there is money in the team. Where is it going? Like, truly, where is it going? Like, I do want to follow the money. Um, if y'all ever watched The Wire, again, the greatest show of all time, I will argue that to the death. Uh, <laughs> Lester Freeman, greatest detective in the show, uh, says, when you follow the drugs, you're going to get drug addicts and drug dealers. When you follow the money, you don't know where the F is going to take. So I think so one of our dedicated fans, man, we got to find a way to follow the money. I want to see where this money's going. But it ain't going to the stadium. It's not going to the fan experience. We're getting some, like, swivel chairs next year. It's supposed to be 40% cooler. I'm like, you want cooler games for, like, what, three games? They probably play three three games when it's, when it's warm. I think it's cold again. 
So that's not for the football fans. It's just for when they want to rent out the venue during the summertime so they could charge more for those concert tickets. That's nothing to do with football. See right through that. So where's the money going? <coughs> Is it going to a facility that you can have fans interact with team players and give tours to your facility? No, 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 no. Nah, 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 nah. We won't do that. We're going to charge you for parking when you show up to, to this way. This ain't free. Training camp ain't free. By the way, you better pay that tar roll to get out here too. Both of them. Nah, 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 it's not that. Um, Is it going towards trying to get the team back to D.C.? Nah, nah. D.C. already said we good. And they were firm on that. Snyder lost all political swing he had by leaning way too hard into Trump. Again, I'm, I'm not going to talk politics on this. This is a football podcast about a specific football team. But you should all know, when you got money like they got money, you really are above politics. You are paying people to do what you need them to do. And for y'all who say, oh, conspiracy, no, that that's lobbying. That that truly is lobbying. Like, are you either rich enough where you try to make friends with politicians or you're rich enough where you just lobby? You Like, there is no making friends. You don't. You don't need that. You're just trying to figure out, hey, who can do what? I got the money. What's up? And they'll do it. <laughs> they'll do it. So, yeah. Um, like I said, he just leaned way too hard into one direction. And now that the suede over to another direction, he can't make up that ground. And also him being so close to the action, they're not going to forget that. Like, bro, you... The team's in Washington. Come on. Got to play smarter than that. Again, you're trying to do Jerry things, but Jerry's in Texas. He's in a safe haven. Like, Texas is the right safe haven. So Jerry has a lot of protection over there. If he needs stuff, he has no problem heading up to New York. Or going to D.C. and be like, what's good? Like you said, he calls us the second favorite market. Which, that hurt. That hurt. So... Yeah, it's not, like, like Snyder got to find a way to get good in with some people, bro. Because like I said, he just, he just pissing everybody off. And he has one more, he has two more people to piss off, and then he gone. If he piss off Jerry Craft, the Giants owner, and Goodell, he gone. And that's not hard to do. That's not hard to do. Let some more stuff come about the, come about the sexual assault allegation. Let some more people get fired that's not just, that's not just in your organization. He can't make it. Like, that ain't gonna happen. Says like, let that happen. But one thing that he can do that'll cure everything is step out the way. Excuse me. Don't step out the way to ship. Fire your two GMs that haven't done anything in the past ten years of any significance. And go find you a young GM. Younger GM. Go find you somebody who knows how the game of football is played today. 
And I don't mean just X's and O's. Go find you somebody who understands how Twitter works, how Instagram works, how TikTok works. Go find you a GM that understands the value and influence. Go find you a GM that understands how to use hashtags properly. I know all that stuff sounds really stupid. It's not. Go find you a GM that could truly see what's hot and what's not. Once you find that, we should be all right. That's what we need right now. Like, Avera, for everything he's doing, I respect him. Um, I think he's doing the best job he can. He has too much on his plate. I think that's because he got a bunch of yes-men in there. He got to get him out. We need that GM. Because that GM who can see, again, who is connected, what they can do is they start drafting players that they know are going to play. They can start getting players that they know are going to play. That they know that are going to ball out. They can get players. They can structure deals that are going to be deals that we need to see in 2022, 2023. By that, what I mean is they'll have some players that can have NFT deals. They can have sponsorships put in their deals, stuff like that. Somebody who can be outside of the box thinking. That's what we need. Like the money's great. No one's gonna no one's gonna turn the money's great. Let's let's not play. But when you start thinking outside the box, start throwing ownership around, you know, different things like that, you know, getting getting that intangible money, getting that post game money, trying to set these people up for success. That's when you're going to get players that want to come play for you. Make it attractive for people to want to be here. I don't think that's a that's a job for Ron. That's a job for somebody else. Now, first thing you need to draft is a damn quarterback, man. I know... Pickett is probably going to get talked about. You're going to get hyped up going towards the draft. Uh, I know people are going to say what they say now, but watch. When when March comes along, it happens every year. Oh, there's, there's no there's nobody in this draft. Oh, well, we got Kenny Pickett. Let's look at that. And then, yeah, and then they just hype them all up to the draft. Because, you know, again, the media got something to sell too. Like, don't forget that. Um, So he's probably going to get hyped up. I... I don't want to go all in on Pickett. Here's why. I want you to spend the same amount of money you spent on Jamin Davis and the same amount of time and effort you spent on Jamin Davis <coughs> on Pickett. That's how I feel about it. I'm like, all right, man, like, like, yeah, you got him, but don't go trading nothing up for that. Like, you didn't do that last year. This ain't the year to do it. Last year was the year to do it. You chose not to. So this ain't this, this year ain't looking like the year to do that, man. So just get him if you can. Luckily, you're looking around. Uh, you're looking around the sixth, seventh overall right now. Uh, so he'll probably fall into your lap uh, because those top six teams all got their quarterbacks already. 
Uh, yeah, but don't go training and moving heaven and earth trying to get Kenny Pickett. I, I, need, I need to move. I need to move. Um, like, I like what happened with Haskins. I'm going to be honest. Even though reports came out that he was more of a third-round S-talent quarterback, third- or fourth-round talent quarterback, I like how we just let it come to us and then we got him. When we let him go, I was like, that was just a draft pick. It was number one draft pick, but that was just one draft pick. The RG3 trade, that that hurt. That hurt. But I like that. I like that Haskins pick. Looking about it in an objective standpoint. Like, all right, we spent one pick to get him. It didn't work out. That was one. Granted, a first-round pick, you can't get that bad, but it was one pick. It's not like we're still hurting from that pick. Can y'all believe Haskins was just playing last season with us, man? That's crazy. That's crazy. But, yeah, we need to see the quarterback get picked. And I want one drafted. And we got to see another receiver come in, man. Another receiver and, dare I say, another running back. Running backs, I feel like our Adama does it. You can find a decent one. You can find a decent one. We keep finding them. So, you can find a decent one. Um, And if you need to call O'Shanahan, I know y'all, you know, good speaker terms, but my goodness, can that man draft a, court, uh, a running back? All right? <laughs> like, 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 he's talking about TD to Portis to Morris. Like, uh, whew, that man could draft him. Man, look at the running back. I'll give him that. But, yeah, man, those are my picks. Um, I said the game was eh, but I like what Ron said, that we just had a bad game. This isn't to show what the culture is now. And this game kind of proved it. Like, last game was a bad game. This game was a game that we lost. I'm not going to call this game a horrible game. It was a bad game that we didn't win, but it wasn't last week, and this is a step in the right direction. Again, we're at that point of the season where – we're getting more victories because that's the only thing we could actually get a victory in. But, yo, it's your boy Big Moves Timus. Follow me on Twitter at Big Moves Timus. Again, we trying to raffle off that free home pod. You can hear us come in and ultra clear Apple audio. All right? So, share this podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. Share it on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, man. Let's get get everybody to know about it, man. Because, again, I want, I want everybody to have a chance to, to, to get this. Also, start following the YouTube page, Big Moves Timers YouTube page. We will be posting videos up there, like I said, probably starting next week. Maybe even the end of this week, man. I'll keep y'all posted. But we'll start posting our videos in, and we're going to get that active. I know y'all want to see the boy. I know y'all listen to the boy. I want to see him. And I want to make sure y'all can have a visual part to this as well so you can have that playing at home or at your leisure or wherever. And uh, definitely want to get that. Maybe we can have more comedy uh, <laughs> like and have it, have it be more fun to have other people on. Um, that way, you know, we can get get this going, man. Um, also, if you want to collab or anything, get, feel free to reach out to me uh, on Twitter and or at timeisconsulting at gmail.com. You can ask questions on there as well. Feel free to ask questions on Twitter. Thank y'all so much for the love. Thank y'all so much for the time. Thank y'all so much for just everything. For everything y'all give me, man, I wish I could give it to y'all tenfold. But uh, I'm going to give it to y'all through this podcast again. Happy New Year. Hope you get everything that you want in this year. Um, work towards it because hustle plus muscle with a little bit of luck 
equals great equals life. Think the thing that we call success. Jesus, I butchered that. Y'all get on trying to say, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you listen this long, like I said we're gonna start handing out bottles, man. See y'all in the next one. Peace.